Board Round, session number 27. The moment you step foot on campus as a medical student, you are gearing up for one of the biggest tests you'll ever have to take, USMLE Step 1 or Comlex Level 1. The medical school headquarters and board vitals are going to help you prepare for your first board exam with questions, pearls of information, and guidance to make sure you have what it takes to score high and match into your specialty of choice. Welcome to Board Rounds. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week. And as always, I'm joined by Dr. Karen Shackelford from Board Vitals. This week, we have another great high-yield question for you with some good takeaways with each of the wrong answers as well. Hopefully, you are getting some great information out of this podcast. If you are, I'd love for you to share it with your classmates. Let them know about the podcast and how they can get it for free every week as well. Let's go ahead and jump in and say hello to Dr. Shackelford. Karen, back for some more board rounds. How are you today? I'm doing great. I hope you had a good week. I am having a great week. I get to talk to you again and talk about step one and level one, things that nightmares are made of. I gather a lot of sources (laughs) came out a few days ago. (laughs) I know. As we're recording this, uh, we got lots of posts on Instagram and social media about students passing step one. It'll be interesting to see as we as we continue on with this podcast and if the USMLE actually goes to a pass-fail versus a score test. It'll be interesting to see what that repercussions are. Yeah, yeah, that's actually pretty interesting. So they don't give any sort of numeric score now. No, they do, um, oh, but they, it's, it's being do. discussed to go to pass-fail. Okay. Yep. That's interesting. We did that in our pathology course. Back in the early 90s. Yeah. Okay. So. What do we have today? Hope everybody did well. All right. So let's do a case that is a pathology case. Cardiovascular system. So, okay. Autopsy of a patient with a history of an arrhythmia revealed amyloid deposition in the atria. But no other amyloid was found anywhere. Not in the ventricles. Anywhere else. Uh, Which of the following peptides is associated with amyloid deposition in the atria and what is that peptide's function and here are your options calcitonin and reduction of blood calcium concentration prolactin and slow gastric emptying (laughs) Um, acetylcholine and positive chronotropy it's a sinoatrial node immune globulin and cell-mediated immune response, and atrial natriuretic peptide and vasodilation. Oh, man. So calcitonin, prolactin, acetylcholine, immunoglobulin, and atrial natriuretic protein. Um, it's interesting. I, I'm immediately drawn to atrial na- atrial natriuretic protein just because it's like, well, it's in the atria, so it must be right, right? Um, it's like, it can't be that easy. Um, but there's something drawing me towards that one as the answer. Um, the other ones, uh, I don't remember uh, anything going on with those with what we're talking about. 
yeah, I'm looking at this myself thinking, yeah, it actually was that easy. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. We could just pretty much skip through this real quickly. Then, to analyze a group of diverse extracellular proteins with variable amino acid sequences, and they have common physical properties. And amyloid deposition is the extracellular deposition of the fibrils composed of these subunits of varied serum proteins that form beta-pleated sheet configurations that lead to the histologic changes seen in amyloidosis. And I think any one of these facts like uh, could be on the assembly the fibrils stain red with Congo red dye and under polarized light, they exhibit the uh, red-green uh, birefringence. Isolated amyloidosis, however, is amyloidosis that's found only in a single organ, such as this cardiac amyloidosis. And uh, alpha, atri- alpha atrial natriuretic peptide is responsible for deposition of, of you know, in this isolated cardiac amyloidosis, uh, is responsible for amyloid deposition in the heart. The incidence... Um, appears to be maybe part of the normal process of aging because in one autopsy series, there um, 86% of the patients in the autopsy series between the age of 81 and 90 had uh, isolated atrial amyloidosis. So that may help us as we study deposition of amyloid and a lot of other disorders Mm -hmm. that seem to come with aging, in fact. So it may lead to heart failure. And although loop diuretics are commonly given to patients with heart failure due to amyloidosis, cardiac amyloidosis, beta blockers, calcium channel blockers, and ACE inhibitors may be harmful. Hmm. So calcitonin is associated with this one, the distractors. It's associated with the isoloid amyloidosis of the thyroid. Prolactin associated with uh, lactation is found in amyloidosis isolated to the pituitary gland. And um, acetylcholine, of course, is a negative chronotrope at the sinoatrial uh, node, and it's served by the right vagus nerve. Mm -hmm. The stimulation of the nerve um, decreases firing the SA node by increasing potassium and decreasing sodium and calcium movement into the cell. And finally, immune globulin amyloid deposition is widespread, and it, it's the uh, result of, well, it's light chain um, immunoglobulin okay. deposition. So that's basically it. I think that the point of that question was uh, isolated amyloidosis can affect yeah. any particular organ. Yeah, it's, it's and, interesting. And it differs from, um, you know, from a more widespread uh, amyloidosis related to immune globulin. In terms of etiology and obviously distribution, yeah. So I think the the kind of big take home with this one is is amyloid is isn't just uh, that atrial uh, natriuretic factor, but it's it is where is it? That's the question that you have to ask yourself as you're reading this these questions. Is it in the thyroid, as you said, calcitonin? Is it uh, in the um, parathyroid for prolactin, uh, widespread for the Im- immunoglobulin, or is it in the atrium for the, the exactly. atrial natriuretic? So some good, good, uh, key kind of high yield stuff there. All right. So there you have it. 
kind of a giveaway with atrium and atria, uh, the atrial natriuretic factor, but uh, still a lot of good takeaways with where these different um, things can be found, different amyloid uh, deposits can be found in the body and potentially what is causing them. So hopefully you got a lot of good takeaways today. If you are looking for some more prep, go to boardvitals.com, check out their step one and level one QBanks. If you decide to check them out and use them, you can use the promo code BOARDROUNDS to save 15% off. Again, that's boardvitals.com. Use the promo code BOARDROUNDS for 15% off. And in the future, if you uh, don't necessarily use them for your step one or level one, but if you want some shelf exam help as well, you can use their shelf exam QBanks as well. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on Board Rounds. This is MedEd Media.